Okay. All right, y'all. So So um, this week we're doing a little bit, did something different. Kajo <laughs> uh, and I are co-leading. So I'm gonna go through one chapter and you'll go through the next, okay? So as you all may know, or most of you guys should know, this mic is just too loud for me, but maybe it's best. Um, what is our theme? Timothy. There's one first Timothy. Yes, good job, good job, good job. All right. <clears throat> and in preparation for conference. conference. Why am I hearing most of the answers over here? I hear some answers over here though. But, all right. Awesome. Thank you. So last week we went through chapters one and two. Okay. Today we're gonna go through three and four. All right. So I'm gonna go through three. Um, but before getting into that, I just want to ask some initial questions, okay? Pop quiz. Who is the author of First Timothy? Okay, someone said God. It's Paul. Paul's the author. Inspired by God, of course. But yes, good job. Who is the letter for? Okay, good job. Um, for those who didn't hear, the letter is written to Timothy. Um... What is Paul writing about and why? Go ahead. Sorry, I'm like, we cannot. Um, he's telling Paul to stay in Ephesus because they're teaching um, wrong doctrine and he wants them to correct him. Awesome. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Yes, absolutely. So the purpose of this letter is that Paul is trying to advise Timothy um, on some of the issues and things that um, should be done in the church, right? And some of the false teachings that were going on. Who is Timothy to Paul? Like, why is it a big deal for Paul to write a letter to Timothy? Why Timothy? Good, yes. Um, for those who don't know, the relationship between Timothy and Paul. Paul sees Timothy as a son, right? So he's taken him under his wing and he's teaching him the ways of being in ministry, being in leadership, how the church is supposed to run, right? Okay, awesome. So if everyone, if you haven't already, go ahead and flip to 1 Timothy chapter three. Y'all there? Yes, yes, yes. someone read verses 1 through 7 for us? Take your 
First Timothy chapter three, verses one to seven. Here's a trustworthy saying, whoever aspires to be an overseer desires a noble task. Now the overseer is to be above reproach, faithful to his wife, temperate, self-controlled, respectable, hospitable, and able to teach able to teach, not given to drunkenness, not violent but gentle, not quarrelsome, not a lover of money. He must manage his own family well and see that his children obey him. And he must respect, he must do so in a manner worthy of respect. If anyone does not know how to manage his own family, how can he take care of God's church? He must not be a recent convert or he may become conceited and fall under the same judgment as the devil. He must also have a good reputation with outsiders so that he will not fall into disgrace and into the devil's trap. Amen. Thank you for that. All right, okay, so I want us to kind of go through this piece by piece. First two verses, we're talking about the qualifications for an overseer, okay? Um, when it says overseer here, because at first I was like, what does that mean? I immediately thought like pastor, but wasn't sure. And so when I did some research, I did find that other versions of the Bible also use the word bishop, right? Um, which then I learned um, is a senior member in leadership, right? So a senior church member, someone who typically has, um, who has the spiritual administrative authority, okay? Of the church, congregation, the body, at least, you know. So these are the qualifications for this type of role in the church, okay? So we see a list here of qualifications. It's like a legit resume, okay? People are looking for someone who's gonna take leadership. It's right here, right? These are the qualifications we're looking for to see who essentially is fit for the role because it's a heavy one, okay? And it's a very important role. All right, so first we see that an overseer must be above reproach. What does that mean? Anybody know what's, knows what that means? Okay. If someone is above reproach, what that means essentially is someone with a good reputation, right? Somebody who you can't criticize. I'm, trying to, I'm using that word lightly. <laughs> But essentially, right, someone who um, carries himself well, okay, um, and is not someone, because we all know those folks, okay, we all know those folks we think about, we immediately point to issues, and we know that they may not be fit for certain types of roles, especially if you're being a, if you're a leader, right, you want to lead by example. And so when we talk about above reproach, it's to say that this person has a good reputation, that people say great things about this person, right? Um, all right. 
So what else? What's the next thing? I want y'all to just blurt it out. It says faithful to his wife. Okay. Mine says husband of one wife, but yeah, true. Faithful to one wife. Okay. What's the next thing? What's the third thing? Y'all looking at the Bible? Y'all looking at the scriptures right there? I'm hearing some some temperate. Okay, all right. So people who are sober-minded. My version says sober-minded. Yours says temperate. Okay? So someone who's cool. Things happen. We all get offended. There are always issues that arise. But how do you deal with it? They're looking for somebody. We, the church needs somebody who is sober-minded, who is cool, okay? Calm, temperate. Um, and able to deal with situations. Okay? What's the next thing? Self-controlled. Self-control. Where else do we see that? Like just in general, as far as in the scripture. My thought goes to... Somebody said it. Fruits of the Spirit. Yeah. Okay? So, yes. Fruit of the Spirit. What's the next thing? Respectable. Respectable. Next? Hospitable. Hospitable. Someone who is always willing to take people in as much as possible, right? Um, someone who cares for other people. Next? Able to teach. I thought this was so interesting. <laughs> because, y'all, there's all kind of people in all kinds of roles particularly in the church, and don't necessarily know how to talk or teach. Um, and just looking at this, you see that that is a qualification. It's very important that someone knows how to do that, okay? Next. Okay, gotta stay off that alcohol. Yeah, okay. Um, next. Okay, not violent, someone who's gentle. All right, and what else? Not quarrelsome, somebody who's not gonna get into fights all the time. You know those hot-tempered, we just talked about temperament, it's the same thing. People who are just hot-tempered, quick to try and fight somebody, be in an argument, you know what I mean? That's not what we're looking for, okay? What's the next one? Money not a lover of money okay next <laughs> thank you she like read the whole the whole verse someone who manages their household well okay and then it continues to say keeping his children submissive which you know, essentially what it's saying is, are your children listening to you? Are they obedient to you, right? Do you have your household in order? And then it proceeds to say that if you can't even manage your own home, how can you manage the church, right? These are things that are very, very important. Um, 
to keep in mind, okay? And then verse six, what else? Some of them are trying to figure it out. Must not be a recent convert. What does that mean? Yeah. Someone who's had a little bit more experience in walking with the Lord, right? They're not looking for someone who just gave their lives to Christ and then taking on a huge role like this. Okay? And then it proceeds to say that the chances are if the person is a recent convert that he may be puffed up with conceit, okay? Conceited, okay? Big-headed. <laughs> um, and fall into condemnation of the devil, right? And then I think seven kind of ties in well with the beginning. Um, moreover, he must be well thought of by, his, by outsiders. Right, and we pretty much addressed that already. So that he may not fall into disgrace, into a snare of the devil. I mean, I don't know how much you guys maybe listen or even pay attention to people in leadership roles when it comes to the church, but oftentimes, oftentimes, we find that those who, you know, we see in the papers who had some kind of issue or they fell or there's some kind of scandal or some money, something involved, right? Oftentimes when you look at the root of it, you see that these qualifications that we addressed here is helping to prevent those types of situations yeah and it's unfortunate because when things like that happen a lot of people lose respect not only for the leader but the entire church sometimes and those who are associated with that leader you know it's a very very heavy 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 role all right um does anybody have any comments questions before we move on to the next i just want to add um, cassie can you pass the mic verse that says the verse 6 talking about the devil here that he, what the, that should he be a new convert right I mean the, what led the devil the dead Lucifer lost his position is the word we spell P-R-I-D-E how do we say that right so like Somebody just came here, and in two or three weeks, we say the president is president. He may think that, oh, I'm better than all those people I met. And that is where pride comes in. So for us who have been elected leaders of this JY, make sure that pride doesn't set in. That you may think yourself as better than anybody. Oh, I'm going to represent JY, so I'm better than anybody. If you think yourself like that, you're already fallen. And that is, this is where all the other things will stand. If you're going to be faithful in service, wherever position you find yourself, those of us in college, others we have finished college, those of us working, the only thing that will let us fall is destiny. This, 
don't fall in that deceit that you are better. No. And, and that is the mark of Christianity. Be one accord. And so those of you who are going for the conference, the quiz, sure the questions will come from this place that name some of them. And for all of us to qualify as a leader, whatever you are, not even this church, these are the things that when you hold dear to it, remember Timothy was a young guy. So those of us growing up, ladies, gentlemen, hold on to these qualities. And for sure, whatever you are, whether at workplace, or at school, or as here among your friends, if you have these qualities, yes, you may you may be elevated by God. And now you know why I said why I call myself the bishop. Outside the bishop is kind of a he position. No, it is kind of people who are in position overseer. Like you just hear you are the leader, so you are the bishop of all the people, and that is all that means. So if you hear Bishop something, something, it's, it's nothing. <laughs> Amen. Thank you for that, Bishop. Um, all right, guys. So uh, let's go through. I'm going to go ahead and read um, 8 to 13, okay? All right, so now we're looking at Deacons, okay? Qualifications for deacons. It says, deacons likewise must be dignified, not double-tongued, not addicted to much wine, not greedy for dishonest gain. They must hold the mystery of the faith with a clear conscience. And let them also be tested first then let them serve as deacons if they prove themselves blameless. Their wives likewise must be dignified, not slanderers, but sober-minded, faithful in all things. Let deacons each be the husband of one wife, managing their children in their own households well. For those who serve well as deacons gain a good understanding for themselves and also great confidence in the faith that is in Jesus Christ. Okay. All right, so we see a lot of similarities, okay? But first, let's look at deacon. Some denominations have deacons. I don't think we do. Bishop, is that correct? Does Presby have deacons, technically? Uh, in, in terms of what they do, yes. In terms of the, the word. I see. Okay, so as far as... Okay, I see. We call, them, we call them here elders. Oh, okay. It's coming from the word presbyter. Presbyterians. I see. Church ruled by elders. Okay. Okay, thank you for that clarification. Because I know Pentecost got a lot of <laughs> deacons. So I was curious about that. So, okay. So the difference here, you remember Stephen in the Bible, mm -hmm. right? So when the apostles got so busy in preaching, they invented some people to serve, not preaching, but all the other social services. So they brought the word deacon, like somebody who served, right? One of the guys here that I consider himself a deacon in this church, Stephen's mother. 
Pidazo, like in Tiki. And then we have the elders. Technically, the elders are to rule laws for the church. And Tiki's are to serve. Right? That's what Stephen was doing. So here is kind of, okay, these are the preachers, the bishops. So there they say it's able to preach, among other things. And it came by those of us who serve the people. Same qualities. But here maybe not preaching, but serving. So that's why whatever gift God has given to you, uh, you have to hold it for. But in, in your in your translation, I don't know, eleven, um, I think what do you have? Do you have women or you have wives? It's kind of wives. Yes, it's wives. In verse eleven. Wives. Women. I think the correct translation. It should be women. Because whenever you may say husband of one wife, husband of one wife, is here, you dwell specifically in the same way women are to be worthy of respect. So I think that's translation probably. Like, yeah, it should be women. Because if you read it, it's talking about men, men, men. And then in verse 11, it says in the same way women. So some Bible translations sometimes they confuse women and wives. But here they are dealing actually the same with women, then everything follows. So yes, if you talk about husband, it's wife. But when you're talking about church of God, yeah, remember um, how Paul was dealing with women in this community. So yes, as far as the women are to what you respect. So 11, don't go with the others, she doesn't say women. But hey, those of you going for the quiz, it's okay to do that. In your NIV, you may say, NIV says women. I don't know which uh, I'm reading ESV. Yeah, and I would say women for sure. Mm, okay, that's good to know. I don't think I noticed that. I was reading the different versions, but I didn't notice that. Yeah. So thank you. Thank you for that. Um, okay, you guys, I'm running out of time. So let's just kind of go through um, the qualifications for deacons. Okay, so what is the first thing we see? Dignified. Must be dignified. Okay, what's next? not double-tongued. Somebody else have a different version? Like what else does another version say? Sincere. Sincere. Okay. Um, next. Not indulging in too much wine. So same. No alcoholics here. Okay. Because it's too much wine? Is that what you mean? Like, Well, yeah, and I think that's true. I mean, the Bible talks about not getting drunk. Somebody else can, you know, jump in if you want. But, I mean, what I understand is it's okay to have a little bit of wine, but don't get drunk, right? Because, I mean, I think just in general, right? Just in general, but specifically, yes, for those in leadership. And, you know... I think we can get into that another time, but obviously when you are intoxicated, you're not thinking properly, right? And that's not the state of being that anybody who's representing God should be in, right? And so I think that that's really the point of it, okay? So yes, you can have some wine, but don't overindulge. That's not the point of it, okay? Um, all right, what's next? not greedy for dishonest gain, right? Okay, people who just 
trying to, you know, gain more and more and more. I think so. The question was, does that kind of tie into lover of money? I think so. Um, I'm just going to run through these. Um, so, sure. Well, of course, you don't go home and see your daddy drinking his wine. Say, hey, don't drink wine. Please, read it very well. Say, don't, don't give it too much wine. I know when your daddy or mommy comes and he's drunk, you know what it is, right? You, you cannot have that. So, you're talking about those who drunk and those who are, don't give it too much wine. So, please. Don't go and be insulting your parents, saying things you are not supposed to say, okay? If your daddy or mommy drinks, the only thing he gets mommy, please, if you go out there and do that, he hurt us. In love, okay, and pray for your mommy. So that's number one. Word of caution, you are not saying when you're disrespectful. And then money too, it's good to look for money, but say don't love what? If you love money more than anything, it's going to lead you to destruction. That is why some of us sell drugs. Some of us do a lot of things for money. Mm. Don't be love of money. Serve God in all faithfulness, in all sincerity, and surely God will bless you. Amen. Amen. Thank you so much. Um, all right. So then it says they must hold the mystery of the faith with a clear conscience. Um, my understanding of this was someone who is very clear in their stance in their faith of Jesus. Someone who can't be easily influenced or swayed by the things of the world, right? That they are very clear about the faith that they proclaim, okay? Um, and then it says, let them be tested first. Someone who can prove themselves before they can just go ahead and serve, prove themselves um, to be blameless. And then we said women, likewise, should be dignified, okay? Not slanderers, not going around using their mouths to say things. Um, inappropriate, rude, disgusting, you know? That's not of the character of God. Um, also sober-minded, tempered, right? We women gotta be cool, calm, collected also, because we can also be very hot-tempered, um, and faithful in everything that we do, right? And everything that we do, that we are always being consistent, okay? Um, then they should be husband of one wife, managing their children well. We see that similar to um, the overseers that we discussed earlier. Um, for those who serve well as deacons, gain a good standing for themselves and also great confidence in the faith. Okay. All right. Then I'm just going to read through the last and then I'm going to hand it over. Okay. Then it says, verse 14, I hope to come to you soon, but I'm writing these things to you so that if I delay, you may know how one ought to behave in the household of God. There is a way, you guys, that we should be behaving in the household of God, okay? Which is the church of the living God, a pillar and buttress of the truth. Great indeed, we confess, is the mystery of godliness. He was manifested in the flesh, vindicated by the spirit, seen by angels, proclaimed among the nations, believed 
on in the world and taken up in glory. Okay? Sorry, I'm kind of ran out of time. So we'll kind of leave it there and I'm going to pass it off to Kojo to lead us through chapter four. Okay, good morning. Good morning, everyone. Um, so we can tell everybody's pretty low energy today, uh, including myself a little bit. And so uh, we want to wake everybody up. Um, and so to do that, we're going to have a rock, paper, scissors tournament. The tournament is really simple. So the way it's going to start is you are going to turn to somebody next to you and you are going to play a game of rock, paper, scissors with them. Just one round. Rock, paper, scissors, shoot. None of that extra stuff. I right, just one round. Okay? And the person who loses right must get behind that person and be on their team and what's going to happen is the next round the person who won is going to find somebody else who won and they're going to do rock paper scissors and uh, essentially uh the winner will get to you know take all of the other people's people and put them behind them and you're going to keep finding uh people who won uh to to do that so i'm going to slow that down we're going to do it piece by piece um and uh, we're gonna have a winner here. So basically, what's gonna happen is, I'm gonna just take you all through the steps, um, one at a time, and we're gonna just do them, okay? So everybody just listen to me. So find somebody right now. Everybody stand up, everybody stand up, everybody stand up. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. Good, good, good. Stretch, 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 stretch. Rock, paper, scissors, tournament. All right, so everybody find somebody. Hey, don't, don't. You only, you only do it when I say rock, paper, scissors, shoot, right? All right, so everybody find somebody. Does everybody have somebody they're about to rock, paper, scissors against? If you don't, go find someone. Go find someone. Raise your hand if you don't have somebody. Oh, we got an odd number of people? Oh, Aquia, you don't got somebody? Oh, no. Oh, you, okay. Who here does not have somebody they're about to go? Rock, paper, scissors against. Uh, EJ, Margaret, can you, can you, uh, can you and EJ uh, rock, paper, scissors? Right here? Bet. <laughs> 